Thank you, Father, for your light shining upon us. For we are the reflectors of your light. We are people who refuse to live in darkness. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody say amen. Then God likens the people with a prophet who married a prostitute. And his name was who? Hosea. God said to a prophet, he said, prophet. The prophet woke up in the morning. God said, I want to speak to you. And he stood up and God said, prophet. He said, yes, my Lord. He said, I want you to go and marry a prostitute. He said, eh? God said, I have said so. Marry a prostitute. So the Bible says that he went and looked for a prostitute who was known in town. And he married her. And everybody was disappointed. How could a prophet marry a prostitute? And God said, that's the message. You people of Israel. God has married a prostitute. You are prostitutes. I'm connected to you, yet you are prostitutes. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? He said, that's, that's why in, in, in the New Testament, Paul, he puts up the whole picture of the church and Jesus, the husband and the wife. He says, just as the husband is the head of the house, Jesus is the head of the church. Did you see that? So this is a perfect picture. A prophet, people were like, how, how can this happen? And God says, how is it also happening that I married you and you're a prostitute? And you are judging of my prophet. You see, people have become prostitutes. The church today, most people become prostitutes. Do you know what's happening? If you may have a friend right now, a friend who has no care about you, they have nothing to do with you. The only time they need you is when you have a problem. Trust you me. Would you keep such friends? Ask them a question. Would you keep such friends? Would you keep such a friend? I want to ask a question. Would you keep such a friend? If you were to have a friend who only time when when you have a problem, that's when they come. Mm, you know, I need I need I need help from you. Can you imagine if you were if you were God? Imagine that. This is what a lot of people are doing today. They only come to God when they really need Him. There is no intimate relationship. There is no proper communication. There is no studying of the word. There is no learning. And you only need God only when you are in need 
I'm not talking about coming to church and either watching my sermons. That's not needing God. I'm talking about your personal relationship that you create with God. So people have become prostitutes. They are married. The church is married to God. Yet, you only come when you are in need. That's I'm fasting tomorrow. I'm doing fasting tomorrow. My story must change. What type of a relationship is this? So we have so many people and they wonder, why is God silent? Sometimes God will give you seven years, even four years, even two months, just to see if you're a prostitute or not. And this is what people don't want. They just came to the Lord two years ago, three years ago. Already they want things just to change. But they are not putting that effort to their spiritual life to build a relationship with God. They just want everything just to change. And God said, you are a prostitute. You just need me because you need what you need. And when you want what you want. And because of that, because when God is silent and you're not getting what you've been praying for and nothing's changing yet, you begin to question God. Is this relationship built because you are looking for something? It must not be. Am I talking to somebody here? Am I speaking to somebody here? Would you imagine, would you, would you imagine yourself, Abraham, waiting for how many years to have a child? The child is not being born. God says, I want to see something. I want to see something on Abraham. I want to watch. I want to watch. He takes Abraham. Abraham goes to this place and there's no baby. Abraham goes to this place. The Bible says he did not stagger through unbelief. And because of that, it was accounted for him for righteousness. Because he did not stagger. He did not stagger through and belief and it was counted for him for righteousness he did not stagger no matter what whether it's happening now or it's not happening yet the man kept on believing somebody say he kept on believing that's it are you following that so so your relationship could it be a prostitute type of relationship with god or could it be a sheep Type of a relationship. Some say a sheep type. Somebody say a relationship. Now, so are you having are you having a prostitute type of relationship? Can you imagine? Can you imagine? You 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 do some of you you do watch the sermons, you you pray, and you do all you do. But can you imagine where you have completely no communication with the Father? God. God does not look at you because you have so much problems. People think God feels sorry. He doesn't. God doesn't feel sorry because he wants you to act. In your, in your, in your, in your misery, God wants you to act. Even when his own son Jesus was on the cross, him, he put his face away. He says, you need to act. The Bible says the only son of man has the power to lay down his life. And he has the power to take, to take it. Not God himself. It is not God. Oh. The son of man. Has the power to lay down his life. And 
power to pick it. The Bible says so. So at that point, Jesus was expecting the father to come down. The father didn't. Because according to the father, Jesus has the power to do it. Right now, according to the father, you have the power to change the situation. And he will never, God will never leave his throne for you. He will never. He is watching. Am I talking to somebody here? He is watching. He is watching. Romans chapter 4, verse 20 to 21. It says, And Abraham did not what? Quiver, stagger, through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. I told you, faith does not doubt. Faith does not question. Faith can only get stronger. No matter the tides. Do you know, do you know, if you can have a flood right now coming to your direction, do you know what will happen? No matter how good swimming you are, if the water is so strong, it will carry you along. Where it is going, it will take you. But not fish. Did you hear me? Not what? Fish is never taken by water. No matter, no matter how strong, fish will swim against the tides. That's how God made it. Are you not shocked that you are referred to as fish? That to an extent when God was speaking to Peter, he said you shall be fisher of men. According to God, you must move against the tides. Oh, am I talking to somebody here? According to God, when the wind is coming against you, it must not carry you. You must move against it. Fish. No matter how strong, no matter how strong the waters are, fish should be swimming against them. We'll be swimming against them. And that's who you are. In Matthew 4, verse 4, but he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every way that proceeds from the mouth of God. Do you know why most people you are failing to live? There are people who are walking dead. Yeah. Singing in church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the demon is waiting outside. So when you're done there, we shall meet at the car park. If there is a moment you must believe God more, it is now. Can you make it in your mind that I'm not getting into December 31st the way I am right now? There are people already have considered that this is how I am and, and I'll live like this. I want to provoke your faith. Something is going to happen to you. I refuse that mind in your mindset. I refuse that thinking in you. I rebuke that thinking because I see your story changing in the name of Jesus. I rebuke that voice. 
Can you imagine Jesus Christ? Can you imagine the Son of God? He's standing there like this. And, and this is Jesus. And the devil comes in his mind. And he says what? In verse 4. What does the devil say? He says, um, can you change this stone to bread? If you are a son of God, change it. It is not that Jesus could fail to change bread, stone to bread. In fact, he multiplied it. Not just changing. He actually multiplied it. But the problem here is, who is the inspiration? Who inspires you? I have no problem of you starting that project. But where are you getting your inspiration? Do you know I can come in a service like this and begin to prophesy to people? And there are times when I want to prophesy and I will not even do. Even if you want me to prophesy. Because the inspiration must not be people, neither my mind. The inspiration must be the spirit. Am I speaking to somebody here? So we have people be like, I want to I wanna do it. Yeah. Do you know as a prophet, God is not involved. When I hold a microphone like this, God is not involved. Because when God gives you a, a gift of prophecy or a calling of prophecy, God does not come to be involved. When you meet God, you also, even him, God himself, will tell you to prophesy. Hmm. He even told Ezekiel, he said, son of man, prophesy to these bones. Why did God just do it? He says, you, son of man, do it. Prophesy because God knows the power of prophecy. To a level where when Elijah wanted to die, God didn't say you would die. Angels were sent. When, 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 when Elijah wanted to commit suicide in the desert, he went in the desert to die. He said he is tired of situations and harassments from people who are pursuing his life. And he went in the desert to die. When he was in the desert to die, when he was about to die of hunger, an angel came and he said, you know what? You're not going to die before you do an assignment. There's an assignment which only a prophet can do it. This assignment, you need to anoint two people. Elisha, you need to also anoint another man called Jehu. Before you die, can you imagine why didn't God say, okay, die? Then God appeared to Jehu. Or am I talking to somebody here? When God meet a prophet, he knows who that man is. Because when God puts that power in a person, God doesn't take it out. The gifts of God are without repentance. When God puts it on you, he cannot take it out. Whom God appoints, no one can disapprove. <laughs> now watch this. Are you following? So when God appoints somebody to be a prophet, he does not do what? He doesn't change it. So now watch this. Are, are you following this? Can, can you imagine? And I want you to hear this very well. Imagine this. That you are a child of God. And you are there. Just like Jesus. You are there. And then in your mind, the devil comes. He says, do that. Our biggest problem is inspiration. Who is inspiring you? It has to be the Holy Spirit. No. So how do I know it is the Holy Spirit? 
Can you imagine Jesus Christ is hungry, he has finished fasting, and then a voice comes. It was, people think there was a devil who was flying with his two wings and stood in front of Jesus and said, Jesus, change the stone to bread. No, it was in his mind. It was in his mind. You need to know that, that the devil also hears the voice of God. In Job 1 verse 6 can, can prove that. The devil hears the voice. It's a problem because he, you may actually be very dumb than the devil himself. He hears. When God calls prophets to speak to them, he normally attends the meetings. I'm talking to you. When God calls for prophets to speak to them, the devil comes to attend. When God calls angels to speak to them, the devil comes to attend. Watch the scripture. The Bible says what? He says, now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan also came among them. And the Lord said to Satan, from where do you come? How? How are you even in the midst? Just know that one person from the group of God's children, who, one person person from that group who comes to present themselves whether in church whether one is a carrier of Satan oh, you didn't hear me <laughs> can you imagine the Bible when the, when the sons of God came to present Satan and God was shocked God said how did you even come here he said ah you know me I moved to and fro are you understanding can you imagine that there was an executive meeting in heaven? An executive meeting was done that someone by the name Moses must be born and he must deliver the Israelites. No one was there. It was a high secret in heaven. Immediately, the king came out. He said, every boy must be killed. There was demonic intelligence. Every boy must be killed. Every boy must be killed. So you need to know that. The devil. Can you imagine Jesus tells Peter, he said, um, we had a meeting and, and the devil requested that he must sift you. But I have prayed for you. I don't know what happened, but the devil went when Jesus was in his own place praying alone. The devil said, please, please, Jesus, don't protect him. I'm about to touch him. Are, are you following? Are you, are you understanding? Are you here? The devil hears the voice. And I want you to know that. The Bible says even demons know there is God and they shake and they tremble. They know. So when you sit here and you're watching and you are right there, the biggest question that I want to ask you is, who? Who are you? Who are you? And this is important that you should ask yourself a question. Am I a prostitute? Just like the Bible says. God is married to you. You only need God when you need something. 
or you need God because you need a personal relationship. You need to establish a personal relationship. You are hungry for him and you are thirsty for him. And I want to tell you this because you see, um, there are so many people right now watching me and they don't realize that there's a secret to people with people who really are seeking God in spirit and in truth. Inspiration, what inspires you? I've told you, what is inspiring you? You must be very careful. Be very careful. This is what I'm saying to you, that the devil can speak to you through your mind. And you may not even know it is the devil. But praise be to God. Hmm. Are you here or you just left from here? Say, Jesus. Say, that's my boss. I want everybody here to speak to God and to make a prayer that, Father, I want to hear your voice. Help me to be that close to you. If there is one person here who whenever you do something wrong, you have a rebuke that this is wrong. You see, such people, they end up thinking like they're very sinful. But one thing I want to tell you, the closer you become or you get to Jesus, the more sinful you begin to feel because he's too holy and he rebukes sin. The more you feel not guilty of sin, that's how far you are. You are very far from God because if you truly are closer to Jesus, he shall convict by his spirit the world of sin and end. The fact that you are able to be taught pray for forgiveness, it means there's someone telling you to do so. It means you have the Holy Spirit. You have all the audacity to sing, it is well with my soul. Because you have the voice that says this is wrong. Pray now. Repent. Stop this. Pray in this way. But if you don't have that conviction. Let me open a scripture. One more scripture. 1 Corinthians. 14. I like this scripture. Let's start from verse 10. They are. It may be so many kinds of languages. And none of them is without significance. That word language there is the word voice. In Greek, how do we know? The following verse. The following verse doesn't use the word language. It uses the word voice. 
King James Version. They are, it may be so, so many kinds of, in King James Version, it uses the word what? Voices. In the world. And none of them is without signification. There are so many voices. So many voices. In the following verse, it says what? Therefore, if I know not the meaning of the voice, I shall be unto him that speaketh a barbarian, and he that speaketh shall be a barbarian unto me. So there are so many languages, so many voices. So where you are sitting right now, there are many voices, and you hear this, or maybe do this, maybe try that, maybe do this. In all those voices, in all those voices, the Bible says in John chapter 10, my sheep hear my voice. Folks, it's a great thing to be a sheep of God. I know some of you, you are really, really, really praying to be delivered, to be healed, to be blessed. And I want to say one word to you. Strive to be the sheep of God. 